Welcome to this week's episode of Millennial Ministries. With me, as usual, is Trenton and Hallie, and this week our guest is Bailey. Hello! (laughs) All right, Hallie, who are we talking about this week? So this is our last week of the summer series. It is is not the last time I'll be together, but it's definitely the last of our Finding My People series. And um, I'm actually preaching in this last week, and the, the person that I am talking about um, is the stranger. Can you make like a sound effect? Dun, here? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what that means, and why why I'm doing that, uh, is because I like to be complicated and different. No, that's not true. One of the earliest, most prominent. I will say arguably the most important theme throughout all of scripture is this character of the stranger that is embodied by different people at different points and in different places uh, is instructed by God to early baby tiny nation Israel about what they are supposed to do and how they're supposed to be. It is repeated over and over again to care for the stranger in your midst, to leave some crops around the edges of your field so that the stranger can come and eat from them. Um, this is an instruction all throughout the Old Testament. And then Jesus, the like one moment really that Jesus talks about hell as a thing and who is condemned to hell. When Jesus is talking about hell, he does it by saying that um, the sheep and the goats will be separated and those that are condemned are those that don't feed the hungry and don't welcome the stranger. This theme is so prominent, it comes up again and again. And not just in the Bible, but in our lives, I think it's one of the easiest themes to understand. I think it's something that we have experienced and that we know about. We know what it feels like to be a stranger. And about 99% of the reason we're doing these small groups this summer is because all of us know that feeling of being the stranger and we don't like it. We want to find our people. We need community. That's how we are wired and made. And so we're in these small groups together trying to find that. So that's part of why Miss Bailey is here with us tonight, uh, today, because uh, she's one of our newish um, young adults and jumped right into a small group this summer uh, and has been finding her people as she goes. So she has probably just the most recent experience with being a stranger, and she is brave enough to tell us about it. Yeah, because I have no problem talking about myself, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very human when it comes to that. (laughs) So millennial. (laughs) So millennial. Favorite topic is... The boomers just turned off their their, their iTunes. (laughs) Now that the boomers are gone. So Bailey, tell us a little bit about what it was like um, for you to first encounter this church and um, reach out kind of to me and... And what that was about. Yeah, yeah. So my first um, introduction to Village which is, was uh, through my cousin who baptized her children here. <laughs> so came out for, you know, some baptisms and was, you know, aware that y'all were here and that y'all were very liberal because um, <laughs> my own church upbringing is not very liberal. And so that was, you know, some things I've dealt with in my life, (laughs) some wrestling I've gone through with my own faith. I heard that the young adults would be talking about racism within, you know, the church and stuff like that. And so I was like, yeah, let's just 
let's just do it. Let's just join in and talk. And so I decided to sign up and also partly because my grandma was standing right next to me telling me that I should sign up and I was like grandma's right here like I kind of have to three cheers for grandmas go Sally (laughs) out in Wichita um you somehow got my email like I signed up on the thing and you reached out I stalked you a little bit and so I showed up and honestly, uh, yeah, I'm where I'm supposed to be right now. I mm-hmm. have very much found my people, mm-hmm. um, something I didn't expect, <laughs> to be honest. Originally, I think my thoughts going into joining uh, Village or, you know, the young adult thing was just, I miss talking about theology. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, being raised by a pastor and then taking a lot of theology classes in college, my undergrad. I like thinking about this type of stuff. Mm. And now that I've been post-grad for a while, I'm kind of like, I miss talking about this kind of stuff. Mm. And you guys are talking about this kind (laughs) of stuff at the level that I want to talk about it, which is so inspiring because not all church communities are Mm. really taking, doing doing the hard work. So um, let me back up a second. You're not originally from Kansas City. I am not, no. Technically, I was born in Wichita, so I can claim a Midwest heritage. Mm-hmm. But I uh, grew up, for the most part, out in Haymarket, Virginia. Nice. Uh, no one's ever heard of it. I tell people I'm from D.C., but really <laughs> I'm... Say, I thought you were about to say D.C. Now I feel confused. I'm, I'm, so it's like about 30-ish miles, kind of like south mm-hmm. southwest from D.C., but it's just easier to say the big city when you're a little small town. Just, I'm sure people out here know how that goes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, moved here almost three years ago. It'll be three years in middle of August. So what has that been like being technically a stranger in Kansas City, being new in Kansas City? Well, I spent a lot of time alone. <laughs> As one would expect, perhaps. It's been challenging. It's provided a space for me to really interrogate who I am, Mm. if that makes sense. And interrogate may perhaps be too strong of a word to use, Mm. but there's something so freeing almost about putting yourself in a situation where you really have to be the stranger then you are the only one responsible for how people see you Mm. and, you know, that type of thing. But it's also one of the most terrifying things in the world, you know, especially if you suffer from any sort of anxiety like I do. Mm. It's just, it's not fun, Mm. but it's important, I think, Mm. in some ways. Because once you are the stranger, you can then identify, empathize, sympathize Mm -hmm. with other people you see as being a stranger. Yeah. In a space where you aren't the stranger for once. Again, part of what I love about this community that y'all have been creating is that, that you want community, right? Like I keep, I always say, I can, I kind of preach that community can't happen to you, that you have to choose it and cultivate it and work for it. And even, um, you know, wrestle with, like, it is so much easier to just watch Netflix. So I don't know. Someone can argue with me. I, I wonder if you've almost had to have that experience of, like, no, like, I, whoa, like, I need people. Like, this has been too long of being by myself, even as an introvert, right? Like, even mm-hmm. with the anxiety, like, I just, like, where are the people? Like, how do I do this part? And when you have experienced that, then your ability to wrestle with what is messy and hard about community 
is increased, is greater. Um, and I've watched so many of our, our, our people do that wrestling so that when they come in and when they find this community, they're willing to really kind of invest themselves into it, as you all have. Yeah, I think for me, um, one of the the big things that they don't tell you, uh, they being uh, your teachers in school and your mentors, is that, you know, once you graduate school, whether that's um, high school or college or even if you drop out, you know, once you leave the educational hut, as it were, <laughs> the real world is just really super different. And for me personally, just one example of this is when you're in school, you have a band or an orchestra to play and you have a school choir, right? And you get out to the real world, quote unquote, and you have to find those things yourself. It's mm. not like a, oh, hey, there's the neighborhood thing. You've got to like go out and find and do it yourself. And I think that's true for friends as well. Mm. When you're growing up and you go to school for however long it is, you have sort of a ready-made easy oven batch of friends. In the world, when you go out and you, you work somewhere, that's it's not always the case. Sometimes mm. it is. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's going to be the same age as you or even share interests, right? Like they just do the same th- kind of thing that you do. That that yeah. doesn't mean that... And they, they don't all... And they don't all want friends. Yeah. I, mean, I think mm-hmm. this is part of the hard thing about trying to find community is that, you know, like when you're finally like, okay, I want to find my people. Like sometimes you find me you're like, oh, wait, you aren't also searching for people, right? Like there's some people yeah. that just have kind of their baked-in friends and they're doing their thing and they're pleasant, but like... Oh, can we, like, can I talk to you about the hard stuff? Can we work? Oh, no, we're not going to, like, you're still doing your thing. Like, which is fine. But then it makes it a a more unique thing to find people who are trying to find that community. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think for me, when I came to Kansas City, I came from... I came from from grad school, and so I had a ready-made environment full of friends, people who are similar to me in in all the ways that matter, and um, I didn't have to look for them. And then I came here, and God bless my chosen career field, but it's full of the old people. And (laughs) I think that... Um, you mean there's not a lot of like thirty some uh, there's PhD not. professors? There's not. It's we amazing. Are. It's amazing. But there are a lot of hearing aids. I was su- I went from being surrounded to solitary. And it was a weird adjustment. And I know that I've told the story before, but the week before I decided to show up to village, I tried a couple other churches and God knows I didn't fit. But I was sitting at home on a Friday night watching syndicated reruns of Chicago PD. There was no other outlet to make friends. Like there, there was no, there's no natural outlet in your thirties or your twenties to go find people. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was desperate. Mm -hmm. I needed something and I, um, I came here Mm -hmm. and, and found it, found like very deep friendships, Mm -hmm. um, that I'm incredibly thankful for. But I think that. I don't understand people who say, oh, I have enough friends. I've, I've never I've never gotten that. I can understand having a lot of close, like a certain amount of close friends, because I'm like that. But, yeah, it's, it's Village has been very welcoming, and I think mm-hmm. that's unique. So in this last week and in this, um, this last week of small groups and talking about the stranger, I think this is it. It's to, it's to recognize that the experience of, of searching for community and wanting people is actually in and of itself um, a Christian experience. I'm grateful and hopeful and humbled in all of the things that this has been a space that that I and that some of you all have been able to find that. Um, And I think what scripture tells us is that that is needed in bigger ways for all the people. 
um, and that and that that really matters. Um, it matters so much that when Jesus is asked about, uh, you know, the sheep and the goats, the heaven and the hell, Jesus says, this is part of it. Are you going to welcome people? Um, and that, that means in our friend groups, that means in our lives, that also means uh, bigger things, political things at the moment. And maybe, this is the thing I shouldn't say out loud, here it goes, mm-hmm. uh, maybe if you've not had the experience of wanting people, if you've not had that experience of realizing, wow, I'm a person in a strange land, like this is just, I don't know what to do here, I don't know who my people are here, maybe you need to find that. Uh, maybe travel or or try something new or, or do something that's out of the box and, and have that experience because it sucks. But it, but it helps form your character. Yeah, and it... I think makes us makes us search for each other a little bit more mm-hmm. fervently. Yeah. Um, yeah. And welcome the new people. Yeah. It makes us remember what it was like. It's just it strengthens the community. Yeah. I think in general. Makes you bold enough to be like, oh look, strangers are talking about racism. I'm gonna come into that. <laughs> I wanna do that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're so glad that you did. So this is our last podcast of the summer series. We are um, always here, not going away. So check out our website, villageprezya.org, villageprezya.org. Uh, this fall, we're going to be doing a new thing. It's going to look a little like small groups, a little like uh, big groups, uh, and it's all going to be online. So check out some of the fun stuff we have going on, and uh, don't miss out this fall. <laughs>